You're listening to The Pastor Pod, sharing what we're learning to help you lead well in our culture today. This podcast is hosted by pastors Josh Robinson and Jay Mudd. Their goal is to be real, transparent, and let you in on what pastors really think about stuff. Well, hey, welcome back to The Pastor Pod. We are on episode 77 here with my good friend Jay Mudd and co-host, co-anchor, co-everything, Jay Mudd from Orlando. Sure. Um, I guess I'll take a Lando. I don't have a Lando zip code, but you always call me from Orlando. I think we had this thing. Yep. You call me from Orlando. I call you from the island. Hey, it works. Josh, are. how are you? Yeah, how are you, man? I'm Welcome good. I'm good, man. It's, it's it's good to be here. I'm, I always look forward to these recordings because it's it's not only encouraging, but not not only that, but we get to talk about you know real real stuff in the, in the life of a pastor. And if you're new, uh, jumping in with us, uh, we're, we're just two pastors that, uh, bring guests on pretty often, but also love to share what we're learning. And I always look forward to it. Yeah. And I think, uh, this podcast specific, Josh, um, we're both in a very interesting season of ministry. And I think this podcast here, if you're listening in, um, may not go down the traditional route that we normally go down, uh, mainly because we just, uh, want to just have an open dialogue about life, about ministry, about the different things that we often go through because, you know, we're busy. Sometimes we have an agenda. Usually there's a topic, a straight place we're going. And many times we don't get to pull back and uh, just see the realness and the rawness about what's going on in our lives. And so um, as pastors, we don't, we don't get a a ton of free time. Uh, But Josh, what are, what are you doing right now in your little bit of free time that you get? Um, you have so many things you're going on. We'll get into that here shortly, but what are you doing in your free time, Josh? What do you, how are you spending your time when you, when you get a breather and you can walk away and you can check out, um, what, what do you do with your time, Josh? I know the world wants to know what is Josh Robinson, the what Josh Robinson, Josh... the pastor, Josh Robinson of the bridge. What does he do with his free time? I mean, what does he do when he's not preaching, when he's not teaching? What, what is he doing with his life? What is he doing? What what does he even do with his life? That's what is what is happening? Who is Josh Robinson? Who is is, Josh Robinson? That's the real question. Well, I guarantee you, no one's thinking about that. Uh, But number two, (laughs) I played golf last week for the first time in like a year. Um, I actually like playing golf because it's it gets me out of out of the norm. Uh, The thing I love about golf is that it, of course, not only does it humble me constantly. I love hitting the ball and, you know, trying to score a good, uh, a paw or a birdie. But what, what I've learned about golf is I literally can't think of anything else and play golf at the same time, because it's such a hard game. I can't think about emails or, or, or projects or sermons because it takes all my energy to focus on trying to hit the ball and not miss it. So that is one thing I've enjoyed, uh, when I get out and play, play with a good friend of mine on Friday on my day off. So we went out and played in the like three thirty till uh till the sun went down so it was it was a great day good 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 kind of breather kind of a break um but that's that's something i enjoy doing i coach my kids a lot you know i've been coaching kids on tuesday nights at the ymca they asked me to run a skills and drills camp for eight to 11 year old kids so basically it's i would use coaching loosely but just teaching them the game um, having some fun wearing them out you know sending them home to their parents ready to go to bed so that's so when I think of my free time, most of my free time is with my family uh, and with people in our church. You know, a lot of a lot of dinners, a lot of great conversation. But if I were to say a hobby, 
I love going to the gym, working out, love basketball, uh, love to play golf. And then I also love watching basketball, love the NBA playoffs, love tracking along with that. Um, I've enjoyed watching this, this, uh, this series that we're in right now. So I want to go back to golf. You're, you're good at golf, Josh. Are you good? Like, did you say I'm, I'm decent? I grew up sometimes, but I, I'm usually a bogey golfer, so I'm not good. I don't practice. Grip playing with my dad, and so I, I I would say I could I know the fundamentals of the game, but I'm not I am not good. I mean I have a few good shots here and there, but I am not like, you know those guys that walk out and they're just like, hitting a birdie every few holes. I'm not that guy. Are you familiar with the movie Happy Gilmore? I am. That's more my golfing style. Um, I got my clubs I would love free to on the side golfing. of the road. Um, I used to have a bag. I used to have a bag that had holes in it that um, didn't stand up or anything like that. That was one of those paper-thin bags, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And it had holes in it, and my golf balls would always fall out. Um, yeah. I don't even have enough golf clubs. Like People would be like, hey, you should use a, a six iron. I'm like, I ain't got one of those. Give me another one. <laughs> I got stuff. Like, I don't even have all the clubs. I got like yeah. two good clubs, I think, right? Right. Um, and I, 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 I golf. I hit this way, and then I hit this way, and then I hit this way. I have a baseball swing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Golfing has always been a joy for me, but I'm not at all. I, frustr- I typically frustrate the people I yeah. play golf with. Um, yeah, well, that's part of the fun. It's part of the fun. Uh, you, you call it fun. Some people just like really, Jay. You get to laugh um, at each other. Just pick that ball up, Jay. It's it's over. It's over. Yeah. You've already got nine nine swings on a par three. Um, you know, a par two. Is that even a par thing? Par two? I don't. Two? I don't think there's a par two, but, but I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, that's something I enjoy doing. I mean, <laughs> I've got buddies that like to hunt, you know, fish, and I I, I like to go fishing. I grew up hunting, but uh, man, the time that it takes to go hunt and buy food plots and rent and lease. And I just haven't had the time. And really when it comes down to it, having kids, you know, I'm Mike is 10, Hannah's nine, Chloe's five. You know, I don't, I don't have a ton of hobbies because I, I really right. love spending time with my family. So I'm trying to get a better rhythm where I'm doing stuff. Cause I've been reading lately. And a lot of these incredible blogs and books are like, if you don't have a hobby and you're not having good outlets, you're you're not gonna be healthy because you're just gonna be working constantly. And I I think that's what I struggle with, Jay, is I, I'll keep working. Like I'll keep writing certain like I won't stop. Uh I'll work all day and then go home at night because I actually enjoy what I do. I actually enjoy um what I do. And so if I have a lot of meetings on a day and I don't get a lot of sermon prep time or or there was emergencies or issues, I'll I'll, you know, once the kids are in bed, Cassie's reading a book, I'm you know, I got my laptop and I'm I'm still praying and writing, and that's not always healthy, but that's reality some weeks for me. I don't think I do a good job with the 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 break and hobby. I don't have a hobby. I think my hobby is I I don't have a hobby. I don't have a hobby either, Josh. I don't. I can't say I have a hobby. I don't woodwork. I don't garden. I don't mow my grass. It's part of my new HOA. It's mowing the grass. I don't really have a hobby either, Josh. So it's one of those things. I think we all struggle with that in some sense. Maybe we all don't. Maybe there's somebody listening that's a pastor who's figuring it out. They're like, hey, 
these are good yeah. hobbies. I'm like yeah, you. I know. love what I I love <laughs> what I do. I, I love what I do to the point where like my hobby is like, hey, I love to figure out how to plant churches. I love to figure out how to, you know, do new things, be creative. I enjoy like you spending time with my family. I've spent, you know, I spend as many nights with my family as I can, you know, when the kids get home, teaching my youngest now how to ride a bike without training wheels, all that good stuff. So I, I'm with you in the sense of uh, of that, but I'm also I wrestle with the 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 hobby thing. I've been watching a lot of basketball, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And let's take a moment and let's talk about it because the the series has been all these series have been mm-hmm. kind of remarkable to watch, right? I'm wearing a Celtics hat. Um, as many of you know, we record this on Wednesday before the Friday where it drops. The Celtics are playing tonight. They dropped the first game um, to the 76ers, which I was not happy about. Um, mm-hmm. They played they played horribly. Um, Josh, who do you think who do you think is going to end up with this uh, NBA title here? You know, it's it's it's, it's a toss up this year. There's a, re- it's a lot of really strong teams, it's, and and some are putting it together. Like I've always loved Steph Curry; He's just a guy I love watching. Overrated. Some some people love him, and some people don't. But He's the overrated. Lakers play Lakers play great. I I can't stay up for the late games. I'll maybe make it through the first quarter or two, but then I'm just I'm pass out because I've got I, I I wake up and be ready to go to work. So you got an adult. The next day. I, yeah, I got I got to be adult, you know. Can't can't be a kid anymore. So I do enjoy basketball. Love watching, love watching basketball. Really enjoy it. Some of these guys are really, really, really talented. And, and Josh, give me your top three basketball players of all time. Wow. Well, I definitely think Michael Jordan is at least number one or two. Not no shadow of a doubt. I think number two. Now you talking all you talking all of history, not not like in the modern game, or are you talking like I would from, say I would say the modern game. Modern. The modern game. Okay, so we're not going back to like black and white years on TV. No. no. <laughs> so I would say for me, um I would say Michael Jordan is my number one. I would say Kobe uh-huh. Bryant's my number two, and LeBron James Ooh. is my number three. Okay. I would And I know that all so all the generation Xers and the you know the younger they're all upset right now right I'm already upset if the younger generation would fight me on the first two I just gave now Kobe no, maybe not no. but there's a lot of like I'm... no MJ wouldn't have done as good in in the current you know world but I don't know man he had to play against the Pistons and uh, they beat him up all the time and he still he still won championships so I you know I would agree with your first two I think your first two are right on spot on LeBron is where I struggle. I don't think you're wrong. Well, I do struggle. I don't really, I'm not a huge LeBron. I, I think he's an incredible athlete. I, I'm not a huge fan of him and the way he kind of, just the kind of way he rolls as a player. But, I mean, when you think about just what he does and how big he is and, like, he's just, he's dominating, you know? So it's hard not to put him in a top spot for me. Yeah, what's um, taken him 20 seasons has taken other basketball players not near as long to accomplish. Yeah. So what are your tops? I actually would agree with your first two, your top two. We're in agreement on the top two. And then, um, you know, I, I know many people would disagree with me. Many, most people would probably disagree with me on the top three. But I, mm-hmm. I, I, I believe Larry Bird needs a, uh, is in the top three. Okay. I, I would yeah. go with Bird at number three versus LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think he was big. Controversial. Oh, man. A ton. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. So that, that's what I would say is just the idea. So 
Um, yeah, I don't know if there's other people who watch basketball or care about it as enough, but love to know your top three as well. You can drop them in the comments. You can drop them wherever you want to drop them. Let us know your top three. Um, and if you want to fight Josh over putting LeBron at number – oh, no, and Michael and Kobe at number one and two. Um, yeah. If you, want, if you want to fight Josh, just put uh, Fight Club in your comment. Fight Club. Um, fight club. <laughs> 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 Hashtag Fight Club. <laughs> No, I, I love it. No, I, yeah, uh, I love talking talking sports though for sure. Um, so, Josh, let me ask you. So, ministry right now is really busy in your life. I know we talk offline all the time. We text back and forth. Different things you're wrestling with, and you've got to be very cautious here because um, again, you you want to make sure you protect uh, you know the privacy of your church, privacy of people, and things like that. But tell us, tell the world a little bit because again, not only are people like who is Josh Robinson. Uh, you know, the dad, the husband, but who is Josh Robinson, the pastor? What are some of the things that you, 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 you find most complicated about your life and the things that you are challenged with? And when I say complication, it's not like you regret doing anything, but it's just these complications. Um, Cause uh, it would be really easy if all you had to do is go in the office and prepare a sermon every week. Uh, that'd be great. Which, yeah, which I think some people think that's what you do. That's all uh, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people probably think that's what you do. Boy, what a gig that but, would be. Uh, and there are some pastors, that's all they do. And that's yeah, what they true. get to do. Because hey, they, we should have them on. They could tell us how they do that. They've developed, I, well, I, can, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be a spoiler alert here, but they've developed teams and people around them and coached and, and you know, that's right. a pipeline yeah, that's no. allowed them to be in the sweet spot. Um, which, yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten to you yet because I'm church planning, which means I'm starting all over. But mm-hmm. Josh, let us know. What are some of the things that, you know, the complications that you wrestle with? And I mean, I'm talking like real day, every day. Josh says, man, these are the things right here that I love, but at the same time, they exhaust me at times. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, the 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 thought lately is, and I and number one, have a great team around me. Great support. Love our church. So. I, I am so grateful for how God's working in our church. I think for me, it's, it's transitioning mentally between moments, uh, like on Sundays, mm. like I'll have a, like, a, for instance, like, uh, like after church, I'm, I'm connecting with people love. I, I love doing that. I love hearing meeting new people, love to pray with people, love to, uh, sometimes receive feedback on whatever might be good or not good. And it's, it's, it's never boring. Like, and it's funny service to service it's hard to remember names, uh, for me sometimes, like I'll meet, I'll meet someone one time, or maybe I'll meet them, uh, three months ago and they'll come by and I'm, and I'm, you know, trying so hard to remember, uh, their name. And that, that's probably one of, and I know everyone doesn't expect that because as the church grows, you have to recognize that it's building community within the church. It's not about the pastor knowing and doing everything, and so it's about equipping and and knowing uh, you have leaders in place. So th- that's been a tough one. Like I'll go for one conversation that's really ex- like encouraging to another conversation where it's heavy and maybe somebody's struggling and needing prayer. And then the next moment I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back to getting ready to preach again for the second service. I'm trying to get my mind right. So I think for me, sometimes it's just learn being able to manage my mental, my mental health, like being able to not beat myself up if I forget something or if I have a moment where I <laughs> don't remember a name or I don't remember uh, connecting the dots. And so that's probably for me hard because I want to be all in with everybody I see. 
So on a Sunday that I do struggle with, with being able to keep up sometimes with, with everything that's going on. Well, and that's understandable. There's a lot of different things that are thrown uh, your way on a Sunday and your mind is really, uh, I think, I think what some people may not understand is the mind of a pastor is very exhausted on a Sunday. You are, you know, processing, transitioning, you're talking to yourself while you're speaking. Uh, do you find yourself doing that? Yeah, I have I conversations having, with myself. <laughs> I'm having a conversation in my head the whole time I'm talking. And yeah. some people might think that's, you know, there's something else going on. But the reality is it's it can be challenging. And you, you look over and you see something that's odd or off. And you're like, wait a minute, did I say something wrong? Is this really connecting? Uh, you're having all these connections. And then you get off and you're trying to have conversations with people. And your mind's still back in the sermon of like, man, I shouldn't have said oh, yeah. that. I should have done that or whatnot. Oh, I'm sorry that you're experiencing this and it can be a real challenge for that mental capacity and and the truth of the matter is that it's not just a sunday josh um that sunday is kind of where it comes to the head where you mm-hmm. you know at, at church like the bridge there's, there's there's quite a few people that you're interacting with a lot of energy in the room a lot of conversations you're having but even throughout the week you find yourself taking off one hat putting on another doing this mm-hmm. doing that um you know mm-hmm. just between you and i you talked about like hey can we move the podcast up a little bit? Because I have a random phone call that came in about the building. Uh, Cause there's mm-hmm. no, you've talked about that before the bridge is in a building uh, project. And you're like, I got to now talk to the building company about, I don't know, carpet or sound or whatever you're talking about. Right. Um, and again, don't quote me on that. I don't know if you're dealing with carpet. Not only by calling you in like, did carpet. we pick the carpet? <laughs> Did we talk about the carpet? No, we haven't uh, voted have on that no, yet. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, uh, but I, I, I think, you know, it's just one of those uh, things of like now you're in that conversation or it could be yeah it's like a ping pong match like it's like one minute i'm like 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 for instance like an hour ago i'm i'm writing a sermon on ephesians 2 11 through 22 it's about reconciliation we're we're in a series called made for more it's about how the jews and gentiles through jesus were brought together so in one moment i'm writing a sermon about that trying to give relevant application make sure it's accurate to biblical you know the biblical background the next moment I I'm, you know, preparing for a meeting about branding for something coming up. And then the next minute I've got, you know, I've got multiple people that are hurting or, or multiple um, needs in the church where there needs to be some reconciliation or maybe communication, or there's a family that needs prayer uh, or there's someone had someone that had lost a family member. And so I talked to them for a little while today and prayed with them. So it's it's like a like I love that that it's not boring and every day is exactly the same. So so in, in essence, it doesn't it sounds like it's it's a lot, but it's learning to pivot from one thing to the next. And some days I will come home and Castor will say, "Well, how was your day?" or or tell me what happened. And I will literally look at her and go, "It it was a good day," and she'll kind of you know she goes okay, what what was, tell me about it. And I literally have to take time to figure out what happened all day long because of how many things. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's difficult. I didn't mean to cut you off, Josh. I'm sorry. But like, that is the number one question that I get a lot of times from college. How was your day? And I want to tell her, but I actually don't always know. Like I had Mm -hmm. so many, like today alone, I was in one spot for majority of my day, one spot. I had my first meeting at 8.30 there, and then I was there until, you know, uh, right before we got on this podcast. Uh, so six hours. I was in one spot. It was a, it was out in the community, so it wasn't necessarily a private spot. 
And I had so many conversations today. Um, I, I picked up my daughter from school. She goes, so what did you do today? And I thought to myself, I, the only answer I could give her was there's a lot of different things that happened. Cause I, <laughs> there's so many things that I, so many conversations I had, so mm -hmm. many people I've met. Um, there's so many things I read. There's different things I did church planter. I'm trying to work the social, like making sure we have something on social media, making sure that we're planning and organizing this next event, making sure that I'm meeting new people. And when somebody stops me because they've met me before, they want to connect me with somebody else. I've got to stop what I'm doing mm -hmm. wherever I'm at. Better on the train thought. In fact, a funny story. Just today, I'm sitting there and I am lost in space. Like I'm out and I'm looking out in outer space. And apparently, this one lady was sitting here and we'd met before in the past. And she was trying to get my attention. She said for three minutes. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have my AirPods in. I didn't have my AirPods in. I was just sitting there. She said, "I was wondering if you were okay," because I was just out in law. Like I was. You were I dreaming. Was at a I was in a moment where. I wasn't even in the current moment. I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is a struggle that I have is, is the reality picture. They, people have told me all the time that I live in the clouds. Like I live 30,000 feet above the earth and um, getting back into reality. But Josh, I think it's, it's really, really important that we, we're, we just have conversations like this and we kind of maybe put down the guard a little bit and people see, Hey, there's a lot that goes into uh, our lives, because I think when you listen to the podcast, many times we come across as we've got our act together. We 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 come across as maybe, you know, we got a plan, but there's a lot of times we we don't get a plan. We 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 try, we try to organize, we try to plan, um, but the truth of the matter is, this is this is the life of the pastor. Is there's so many things that happen. There's so many times we have to change the day we record the podcast. Because yeah, yeah, comes up. You get a phone call. Right. You get an email. I get a phone call. I get an email, something else that needs to happen. So mm -hmm. I, th I think, Josh, for today in our podcast, we just wanted to be real and open a little bit about where we are, what's going on, things that we're wrestling with, yeah. uh, things that we struggle with, like the fact that we don't have coffee. Like, well, I, and I think it's, it. I think this is, this is real leadership. Leadership isn't, isn't a, 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 you know, just a simple, you know, process. Being a, being a leader means you lead. That means you admit when you don't know. It means that, you do plan, you do take time to plan your schedule that week. So you carve out time for what's most important. So like for me, I might say, well, yeah, I might write some at night, but I'm still going to, I'm still going to guard time during my work day so I can do what I'm called to do best or what I'm, what's most important for, you know, the health and the the movement of our church is to preach and lead at, at, at a, as, as good as God has called me to do, to do that. And I think, when I get overwhelmed with other things, not because I'm not, I don't have other people around me, but because that's just the responsibility. That's just the need that needs to be met to keep the church healthy and to keep everyone together and unified. So there's, there's weeks where it's a little crazier than others. Then other weeks, it seems like there's, there's just more time to dream like you did, like you were in the coffee shop where I can sit back and go, man, what, it, what, what could, what could happen if, right. Or, what if this could happen in this month? Uh, what What if we did this sermon series with this type of, you know, impact for our church and our community? Um, if 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 the building process really goes the way they say it will, or maybe let's say it's two months late, right? Which is probably any building process, whether it's a home or a church. Man, what if we did this in that in our community to what could God do through that? And so I love sitting back like you, Jay, and dreaming 
and I'll have a, a notepad. I'll have my computer. I'm just typing. I'm writing. I'm, I'm writing out passages. I'm writing out ideas. So that brings life to me. Um, and so I have to take time to, to lead from a place of vision and idea. Um, because if I just stay into the weeds into the, even the areas that I probably shouldn't be in, right. There's, I should, I should do a better job of, of equipping and empowering at times where it's not a matter of it, that I'm not surrounded by wise, solid people. It's sometimes I feel the need that, that I need to be supportive and maybe that's needed. And sometimes I need to go, you know what? I don't need to be in, I don't need to worry about that. Cause that's, we're ready. We're, we're going, you know, things are, things are happening. And then just being a portable church. Uh, that's another, I think, uh, spinning plate for our, for our church is like, we're in a facility that is dealing with hurricane repair still. Right. So for that, and that's a lot for the school, you know, it, we have to be able to pivot and be flexible and, and our church is wonderful at that. So it's just all those things that like, that come into the week about how do we plan for this? How do we make sure, um, the church and the staff so, so yeah, I think being just really transparent today on the pastor pod, that's what, that's what we're all about is that being a pastor doesn't mean it's just a to B C to D E to F every day, you know, at nine o'clock I do this 10 o'clock. I mean, some guys are really good at that, but when you're in a season like I'm in, and I know Jay, for you planting a church, uh, man, you're, you're really, I mean, you're you through the Holy spirit and your team, you're building and planting the gospel. That's not going to be a, an easy little A to B thing. It's a zigzag. It's a up and down journey of trusting God, but also working with intentional, like an intentional plan. Right. And you do such a good job of that, that, but you're also flexible and willing to roll with the punches and roll with things when things don't go well. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes more than others. Uh, because sometimes, sometimes it's just frustrating, but yeah. Um, I just think sometimes we, 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 we we put on a yeah again i don't want people to believe that we always got it feel like we've got it figured out because we said multiple times we don't have it figured out um and the passion yeah. is more than uh just that and so um listen josh it's it's good to catch up with you today's a little bit shorter of a podcast than our normal uh podcast um and so if you're listening you're going well is this what it's like every week it's not like this every week most weeks uh, we're dealing with a specific topic or have a have a guest on and so i encourage you to check out some past episodes but also we're looking forward to some new guests coming on and some things like that happening in the future. Um, but just a, just a, like, I don't know, a, a mid podcast checkup. I mean, we're in uh, the month of May now of 2023, just an opportunity to check in and see how things are going behind the curtain, behind the, the microphone, uh, specifically in the life of Josh Robinson, who has many plates spinning. Um, I myself have many space plenty. We have lots of things going on. Um, we're real human pastors that are, um, just like you who are listening, if you're a pastor and um, if you're not a pastor, you're going, I wonder what pastors are thinking and going through. Sometimes it's not as organized as you think it is. It's like you said, a zigzag up and down. So uh, Josh, again, thanks for the conversation. Um, great day on the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you've been encouraged. I'd love to know your top three uh, for basketball. Hit us up. Let us know. Drop in the comments, emails, pastorpod.gmail.com. But for Josh and I at the Passion Pod, thanks so much for listening in each and every week. Hope to see you back next week as we continue to have real and transparent.